Hi, this is Drew Erickson back again talking about money, not math, because I believe most people love money without realizing how often it doesn't work the same way as math. And also because I love our country, but I believe our government is terrible at managing money and should not control our financial future. So my goal is to provide you value to help you with your future financial planning. All right, so before we get into the conversation for today, I just want to mention how crazy it is with all this coronavirus stuff going around. Um, you know, whether you're on the side that thinks we're overreacting or on the side that thinks we're overpreparing, or wait, that's the same thing. On the side that thinks we're overreacting or on the side that believes we're not preparing enough or somewhere in between, um, the crazy thing about all this that's going to be hard to, to really calculate or measure for time to come is the financial impact it's going to have on so many people's lives. Because the, the reality of, or the crazy thing about it is a lot of the people making these decisions on what has to close and what, what you can and can't do aren't the ones that are, that are going to be financially affected by the decisions being made as much, right? So in the most recent, I know a lot of times you see statistics like 60% of Americans can't withstand an unexpected expense of $500. Well, how many Americans can withstand being out of work for two, three, four, five, six weeks or being unable to buy things or and things or live a life that they were living, right? So that's kind of the, really the, you know, on top of the health stuff, obviously I hope no one ever passes away from anything. Unfortunately, that does happen. But on, on top of that, on the financial side of things, it's, it's scary for me to think, how is this gonna affect people from just a living, a lifestyle standpoint and being able to live a healthy lifestyle that way? Also on a more of a direct standpoint, from a financial planning effort, um, this is a huge reminder of how volatile the stock market can be. I think it's gone down about 33% in the last three weeks. So even though the stock market can be a great tool for your financial planning, should it be the only tool? All right. In other words, are you comfortable with your entire financial future being de dependent on other people's emotions? Because that's exactly what the stock market is. It goes up and down depending on other people's emotions, depending on what's going on in the world. This case, the coronavirus in three weeks, it might be what Trump tweets. Three weeks after that, it's going to be some sort of debate between the Democrats and Republicans and otherwise. The reality of it is the stock market is very volatile. So is this a reminder, reminder to us all that it's important to have additional planning tools within our overall plan, not just be dependent on the stock market? All right. So all that said, uh, today's article that I'm reading is, is attention, parents. You don't want to miss these five tax breaks. From the, Motley, from the Motley Fool website, which is www.fool.com. And I thought this would be a good article to read today since my wife and I just announced last week that we are expecting we are expecting our first child come this September. So we're really excited. And I thought for those of you who haven't filed taxes yet this year, or maybe have, but want to know this stuff in the future, these five tax breaks could be helpful for you if you weren't already aware of them. Hopefully, you're, if you have someone filing your taxes for you, they know this stuff. But in case you're doing it yourself, here's things to keep in mind. Number one, child tax credit, the most obvious of them all, but still interesting. The child, the child tax credit is one of the most popular tax breaks for parents because it's pretty easy to achieve. It's a tax credit, which means it offers a dollar for dollar reduction of your tax bill on like a tax deduction, which only reduces your taxable income. In other words, a tax credit, in this case, a child tax credit, which is worth $2,000 per qualifying child, decreases how much taxes you pay by $2,000. A tax deduction, like contributing to your traditional 401k, is you contribute $2,000 to your traditional 401k, you don't save $2,000 in taxes, 
you just decrease your taxable income by $2,000. So it might go from $100,000 to $98,000 of taxable income. It doesn't save you $2,000, it just changes the amount of money you're taxed on. Number two, adoption tax credit. The adoption tax credit pays for expenses related to adopting a child, including court fees, traveling expenses, and adoption fees. You can claim this credit whether you adopt a child domestically or internationally, but it does apply to individuals who adopt their spouse's child. The 2019 tax year, you can claim an adoption tax credit of up to $14,080 per qualifying child. Qualifying child is one who is under 18 or is physically or mentally incapable of self-care. Maybe this one's more well-known than other people, but I had no idea this was a thing. Uh, it does excite me though, because I know there's a lot of people out there who um, either can't or don't want to have their own children. And there's also a lot of children out there who haven't been adopted but would love to be. So hopefully this tax credit and this information can help um, men or mesh those two groups of people together. Um, um, three, American Opportunity Tax Credit. The American Opportunity ta Tax Credit helps eligible college students or their parents if they're putting the bill, pay for the cost of higher education. It's worth a maximum of $2,500. You get a credit for 100% of the first $2,000 you spent on a qualifying expenses, 20% of the next 2,000, which comes out to your 2,500. In order to qualify, the student must meet the following requirements. Be pursuing a degree or recognized credential, be in his or her first four years of post-secondary education, be enrolled at least half time for at least one academic period during the tax year, and not have any felony drug convictions on his or her record. Number four, the lifetime learning credit. This is another tax credit for higher education expenses, but its requirements are a little more lenient. You can claim it if you paid for any post-secondary educational expenses during the year for yourself or your child, as long as you don't exceed the income thresholds. The credit is worth 20% of your qualifying expenses up to $10,000. So the most you can get is $2,000. You cannot claim this tax credit in the same year that you claim the American Opportunity Tax Credit. This could be a great one for the for adults who are looking to go back to school. Um, I definitely was not aware of that one when I was reading, so another interesting one. Number five, Child Independent Care Tax Credit. The Child Independent Care Tax Credit is designed for working parents who pay for child care. You can actually claim this credit for other dependents too, like a spouse, parent, or anyone else who lives in your home for, for at least half of the tax year and is unable to care for himself or herself. Children must be 12 or younger at the end of the tax year in order to count for this credit. You or your spouse, if you're married, must have earned income during this year, and you must have paid for child care so that you could work or find work. Full-time students can also claim this credit. Married couples must file a joint tax return if they hope to claim this credit. It's worth up to $3,000 for one qualifying child, up to $6,000 for two or more children. You can claim somewhere between 20% and 35% of your, of your allowed, <clears throat> excuse me, you can claim somewhere between 20% and 35% of your allowable childcare expenses, depending on your gro adjusted gross income. You can check yours at a table they provide. Overall, uh, like I said, you know, having, you know, being pregnant with our first child, I'm extremely excited, but as we all know, uh, there's enough financial stressors in the world already. Adding children to the mix does not make things easier. So hopefully one of these five tax breaks potentially could help you. Uh, going back through them, one is the child tax credit, very well known for having a child get a tax credit. Adoption tax credit, adopt a child get credit. American Opportunity Tax Credit, help pay for your children's college education. 
lifetime learning tax credit helps you if you decide to go back to school. Uh, number five, child independent care tax credit. If you need to pay for child care in order for you to go back to work, there is tax credit for that. So hopefully, the, hopefully today's conversation brought you value. I wish everyone luck with their future financial planning and in the short term with dealing with all this coronavirus medical and financial um, scares and pain that we're going to be feeling for the near future. Uh, please let reach out to me if you have questions, comments, or concerns regarding this conversation. I always love hearing from, from people when it comes to their thoughts. And if you think this conversation was valuable, please share it with a friend, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks. Bye.